3: Or call
2: 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
3: We're on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56-1 to odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code Straight Fire and get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets if your team wins. That's promo code StraightFire for 56 to 1 odds. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older and present in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
2: If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. If you work in IT, you'll want to check out Changemakers, a podcast profiling IT industry leaders. We dive deep into IT profiles and learn what it takes to drive large-scale IT transformations for successful businesses. Visit changemakers.freshworks.com. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
3: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Friday, October 29th. It's Halloween weekend, final weekend of the month of October. I have always maintained that November is the best sports month of the year. I know a lot of people will push back, but college basketball and the NBA, plus NFL, plus college, plus a little bit of the World Series. I just love November. It's a great month. Of course, historically, it has been a rough one for me because uh, once you turn the calendar to November, you start thinking, oh, what are the Thanksgiving plans? What about holiday presents? And you start, like, planning and organizing. And I don't do a lot of that, but I'm part of the discussions. And uh, it's, it's tough to keep your eye on the prize, a.k.a. gambling in the NFL. Um, but we should just start the podcast quickly by saying, Today's guest is a superstar. He is Peter King. You love him. NFL guy. Um, They've been covering the league for like three decades. You're going to love everything about it, unless you're a 49ers fan. Um, If you're a Jets fan, you probably will not be happy as well. There's some good stuff in there. Seahawks fans will be shocked, but there's a lot of good stuff. And, of course, bets bets at the end of the podcast. But if I could pop an emoji to start today's podcast, it would be the head exploding after Arizona 21-21. Green Bay 24 just slaughtered everyone. I mean, everybody was betting Arizona from 3.5 to 4.5 to 5.5 to 6. Everybody was betting the Arizona team total over 28. This is an awesome offense. The Green Bay defense stings. Uh, Everybody the over 50.5, which was about to cash on the Arizona touchdown in the final seconds if A.J. Green turns his head around. We'll get to A.J. Green in a second. I just need to give Aaron Rodgers some props. Give the man his flowers. Aaron Rodgers went into Arizona, which was undefeated, without his left tackle, without his top receiver, without his number two receiver, and he won. Aaron Rodgers playing turnover-free football should have put the game on ice. They were fourth down. I, you know, they couldn't punch it in. Maybe they did on the touchdown run, and uh, you know, it was overturned. You rarely see that, but a phenomenal. Finish. I didn't think the first half was very good because you knew this was going to happen. Green Bay is just going to run the ball. Dylan and Jones, Dylan and Jones, and they ate them up. What hurts me for Arizona, and you guys know I kind of have a soft spot for Arizona. I liked them last year. I bet on them to make playoffs last year. They let me down in the final weekend. I'm one of the few who thought they were a playoff team this year. And I, I just don't know how you can come into a game knowing they don't have Adams. They don't have Lazard. They don't have MVS. They cannot beat us on the outside. Let's man up, stack the box with eight, and let's let's shut them down. And they just didn't do that. I, I don't, Vance Joseph should be getting heat today. Like, I don't get it. They 34 carries for a buck fifty-one. They got to the red zone five times. Five! Are you kidding me? They went up and down the field without Devontae Adams. That, that's staggering. Arizona, of course, shot themselves in the foot. And despite the terrible defense, they had a chance to win it. And it's weird because the play happens. You know, everybody, you know, if you're in your house or at a bar wherever you were, you were like, oh, my gosh. Why did A.J. Green quit on the play? And then you go on social media and it's totally different. It's like, oh, it's not A.J. Green's fault. He didn't know. And I'm like, what planet are you people on? Did you not see time and situation, these are basic things in sports. A.J. Green, I don't know, he's been playing football for 15 or more years. Uh, He's a veteran. He was one of the best receivers in the SEC when he was there. Guy's a former superstar. And with like, what, 15 seconds left? A.J. Green inside the 10-yard line, knowing you have no timeouts because they just burned their final one? Is run blocking four yards into the end zone, doesn't even turn his head around? And the pass is intercepted, ball game? Like, that hurts. I felt for Kyler Murray, who looked like he turned his ankle. Kyler Murray, man, the, the injuries are mounting. He was not very sharp. The interception deep in his own end was, was pretty bad off the uh, running back's hand, setting up the screen. But I think he got to hand it to Green Bay. And this is what's so tough about gambling on the NFL. Nothing is predictive. There is no stat that is predictive. You can give me all you want about success rates and Green Bay's defense stinks and this is what they do on first down and they uh, can't get off the field on third down and the red zone defense and blah, 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 blah. It is absolute chaos. This is the Packers two weeks in a row now. Now, I was on the right side last week thanks to Washington imploding in the red zone and some luck, obviously. And I was on the wrong side this week because of A.J. Green not turning his head around. But if, if, if you look big picture, Arizona should never have been in that spot. Like they have a really strong team, and I thought the defensive game plan was terrible. I thought their front was good. Obviously, they were missing Watt, and they let Dylan go for seventy-eight yards, and Jones had fifty-nine. And it's just a crushing loss if you're Arizona, home field advantage that you had the inside track on—that's now out the window. Can you imagine Arizona having to go to Lambeau? in the dead of winter, early February, late January because A.J. Green didn't turn his head around and couldn't catch that pass. I'm I, i I'm not trying to kill the guy, but this is the reality, okay? That play has so many ramifications, big picture. And remember, Arizona has not had their bye. They go to the Bay Area next to play San Fran, which should win in Chicago. Then they get a layup against Carolina, but then they have Seattle and Aaron... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Russell Wilson should be back. And then after their bye, which is late, they have to go to Chicago in December, never fun, host the Rams, get the travel to Detroit, which should be a layup. I don't know what the Colts situation is going to be on Christmas night. Okay? Night game. They do get them at home, but the Colts might be good. I don't know. They have to travel to Dallas, and this Dak Prescott situation, oh, boy, I will just give you a heads up. I I bet Dallas early in the week. Sounds like Dak may not play now. The line's swinging. I don't know what's going up with Dallas. And then you close with Seattle, which I would assume is going to be out of the playoff picture. But there's some landmines there. And if you're Green Bay, my gosh, no Bakhtiari. Okay? No Adams. They're now 7-1. and If you are Aaron Rodgers, you're kind of feeling yourself. You just can't help but look at them and be like, and you guys, you still don't want to pay me, huh? You still don't want to give me what I want. I asked for a Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb caught two touchdowns for me. That's what Aaron Rodgers is saying. Just an unbelievable performance. They are next up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, boy, that's a big one. Uh, Then they have Seattle, the Vikings. The schedule gets tough. Rams, uh, they still have to play the Ravens and the Browns. So it's a tough one. Home field advantage is not locked up. But Arizona just opened the door to Green Bay, to the Rams. We'll see what happens with the Cowboys and Dak. But it is all of a sudden wide open. And this is what you why you love football. Like, you just everybody has a chance. Everybody's got a shot. NBA, we already know <laughs> some teams have no chance. Absolutely none. But NFL, 17 games? Anything can happen. All right, without further ado, let's get to our guest today. The great, the one and only Peter King.
2: You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't. He knows a guy who does. Let's just say I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy.
3: Let's welcome into Straight Fire a legend in NFL reporting. I mean, he's basically an oracle at this point. The one and only Peter King. Peter, how are you, man?
4: I'm doing all right, Jason. Let's, let's keep it calm, though. Well, what do you take mean? It. Come on. I got to talk you easy. up,
3: man. I, I, mean, I, <laughs> I had a buddy uh... who wanted to work out with me today. And I was like, listen, I, I got Peter King. I, I got to prepare for this. I got to be ready. He's like, Oh my gosh, Peter. I can't wait. People are excited <laughs> when they hear your name, Peter.
4: Jeez. Oh, uh, well that's, that's, that's nice. You know, look, it's been a, it's been a fun, an awfully fun run. And I've really, uh really had a lot of the great things happen to me in my life. So, uh, I haven't worked a day yet, so uh, I'm appreciative <laughs> of of all of it. So yes. Anyway, yeah. thanks for having me on.
3: Yeah. Hey, thanks for joining. Uh, we're you're you're joining at a tough time right now for one Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. It's weird, Peter. You see this narrative building, like maybe Patrick Mahomes is not that good despite a three year body of work. I, I do wonder, uh, from your perspective, your nuanced view of the game, are teams defending him differently? Is he playing quarterback differently because the defense is so bad, he knows he's got to make plays? What the heck is wrong with the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes right now?
4: I don't think he's necessarily playing all that differently other than I think what he's really doing, Jason, is he's really trying to make a lot happen at all times. And that's why you see things like, I think the perfect play to illustrate what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes. It happened at the end of near the end of the chargers game at home when they lost to the chargers and he threw an interception where he made sort of a desperation throw and he threw an interception that basically allowed the chargers to come, you know, to win the game. And I think plays like that are plays that Mahomes normally wouldn't be making. And also the, I think the other part of Mahomes that is interesting right now is having him adjust to five new offensive linemen. Mm. And I mean, just imagine these are not guys who have switched around. The left tackle, Orlando Brown, is new. The left guard, Joe Tooney, is new. You, you know, Creed Humphrey, the center, is a rookie. Uh, Trace Smith, the right guard, is a rookie. Uh, Lucas Niang, uh, the right tackle, was drafted last year, but he sat out because of COVID. Patrick Mahomes is playing with all five of those guys for the first time. And really, you know, I saw him in training camp. I saw him in two practices, and they looked looked really good, I thought. But the problem in practice is that nobody's hitting the quarterback. Nobody is running after the quarterback. So – obviously offensive line play is going to look good at that time. So at this point, I think it is trying to do too much and uh, adjusting to an offensive line that doesn't give him the protection that he got the last three years.
3: Do you think there's anything to the whole, Hey, they're taking away Tyreek Hill in the deep play. They're just not giving it to Mahomes at all.
4: Absolutely. I think that is also very big, but, the, the reason why that's so big, and look, I never was all in on Sammy Watkins uh, <laughs> because he just missed too much time. But having said that, Sammy Watkins or a really good, when he was playing, a really good opposite wide receiver to Tyreek Hill was going to change the way defense is played. And now I think they're just saying, remember in the AFC championship game, the thrilling game against the Patriots at Arrowhead that the Patriots won in overtime. Well, in that game, Bill Belichick, just like he did in the Super Bowl in one, when he took Marshall Falk out of the game and when he, when he decides he wants to take one entity out of the game, uh, Belichick always has been able to. And now, if you look at what has happened with this team this year, any team that wants to take Tyreek Hill and then say, hey, beat me with Demarcus Robinson, uh, be, be our guest. And that really has been a factor as well.
3: Interesting. OK. I, I mean, I don't think they can not turn it. It's not like unfixable. But, you know, it, uh, Peter, if they happen to lose to the Giants Monday, I think we would both agree. That they're definitely not even a lock for the playoffs anymore. I think it's trending no, very the, poorly.
4: here's, now. hey, look, Jason. Here's on on Sunday night. It was late, and I was looking at the standings, and I was trying to figure out what all I was going to write in my column. I thought I was going to write about the Bengals, but I started looking at the standings, and I and the and the Chiefs. And I didn't see a lot of their game on Sunday, but the Chiefs basically started to really hit me, and I looked at the Chiefs and the Bengals and I just thought of this weird story idea or this weird uh angle for the story that I was going to do and so I called my old buddy Brent Musburger who mm. now obviously with is is with VSIN in Las Vegas he's very big into the lines he always was big into the lines now he can be big into the lines legally <laughs> <laughs> that's but, right but so he he's I, I said to him Brent let me just ask you a question if both Kansas city and Cincinnati are healthy next weekend and play on a neutral field, let's forget the line. Just tell me what team would be favored. And he thought for a long time and he goes, if both teams are healthy. Cincinnati's face. Oh, God. With,
3: that's a bridge too far, Peter.
0: Come on. It,
4: it just, I mean, it, doesn't, it, doesn't that blow you away? Now? Yeah. I don't know if, yeah, uh, I, I don't really know because I don't know the gambling fraternity. Yeah. So I can't call Joe Linesmaker at Caesars <laughs> or, or whatever. And yeah. say, Hey, give me a line on a prospective game. Well, yeah. But, uh, but I, but the fact that that is even a question yeah. after seven weeks of the season, is insane.
3: It does come on the heels of the Bengals' biggest win, probably this century. Uh, and, uh, you know, no, that, yeah. I mean,
4: that's not an exaggeration. We'll get to the Bengals. No, in a you're
3: right. And the Chiefs hitting rock bottom. But uh, to stick with the negative theme, and this just dawned upon me. I, I had not noticed it, but I'm starting to hear more of it. So Kyle Shanahan's been in San Francisco for five straight years. His first record, right. six and 10. That's when he traded for Jimmy G. Uh, then four and 12 when Jimmy G got hurt. 13 and three Super Bowl. Six and 10, and now he's two and four. Two and four. And four out of five seasons below 500. I'm not saying Kyle Shanahan's not a good coach, but we know historically some coaches are maybe better coordinators than as the head coach. What is the deal with Kyle Shanahan? Now I know the Niners are injured as per usual, but 31 and 39 in San Fran is a little surprising for somebody who the media
4: loves. You're, you're right about that. And I think you have to ask that question. Okay. But I also think this, you know, all of a sudden right now, what, what were people saying about Zach Taylor at the end of last year? <laughs> yes. People were saying, okay, he's the guy among, uh, among all, uh, maybe Matt Nagy too. But, but Zach Taylor is the guy above all who everybody thinks is on the hot seat. And, and, and what happens all of a sudden when you get a top 10 quarterback inserted playing at his peak with another gigantic weapon in the offense in Jamar chase, you know what happens? Good things happen. And so when people say, well, Kyle Shanahan, this, that, if you want to say to me, okay, I am most down on Kyle Shanahan because he has not figured out how to get the most out of Jimmy Garoppolo.
0: This is it. We've got an
2: Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like
4: this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next.
0: The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: What's up? I'm John Wall.
0: And I'm CJ Toledano, And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point
4: Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year,
1: yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like You see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came my room crying, <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. The he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what you I know?
2: told you? I
1: said, I said, OG, you think I can get
4: paid and go back and play in college? You didn't admit it. Ain't <laughs> it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with
2: John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA.
1: He says,
2: somebody's in the house, and I screamed... (laughs)
0: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
1: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.
4: There is a good argument, a good question. But I find that coaches turn into great coaches when they have great quarterback play.
3: I would largely agree with that. And Kyle Shanahan was like, what, eight minutes away from a Super Bowl win over Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid? Uh, so I'm not saying he's bad. I just something right. seems weird. And I, I like Garoppolo. Uh, something, is something is old, weird. Something is weird. I don't know what the solution is there. But um, do, do you think he's the got a solution? Enough you know what
4: the solution? Here's the solution right now. OK, they have to devote every bit of energy in that building in Santa Clara, California, Every every piece of energy every piece of thought intelligence whatever they have to beat the chicago bears on the road sunday yeah. and everybody might say oh well you know the bears stink they'll be fine no 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 the 49ers might stink <laughs> we 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 don't we don't know we don't know that but yeah. all i'm saying is if they lose to the chicago bears with the schedule that follows you know to me I look at I look at the 49ers as being in gigantic trouble.
3: Wow. Um, yeah, you're probably right. Khalil Mack out for the Bears. Yeah. Uh, Akeem Hicks apparently out as well. So this is a must win for Shanahan. I, I personally like him. I just I don't know what the heck's going on there.
2: These days, it can be hard to find and hire the right candidates for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs made it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 770 million people. Focus on candidates with the skills and experience you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. Then use the simple tools on LinkedIn Jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. That's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors linkedin jobs helps you find the candidates worth interviewing faster did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit linkedin post your job for free at linkedin.com slash reach that's linkedin.com slash reach to post your job for free terms and conditions apply
3: look we're all adults here and i know some of us choose to use nicotine to relax focus or just unwind after a long day lucy is a modern oral nicotine company That makes nicotine gum, lozenges, and pouches for adults who are looking for the best, most responsible way to consume their nicotine. It's a new year. Why not start it out by switching to a new nicotine product that you can feel good about? If you enjoy using nicotine, you should definitely check out Lucy's products at Lucy.co. That's Lucy.co. And use promo code FIRE at checkout. Also, I have to read this disclaimer. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Remember, if you are interested in a better way to use nicotine, visit lucy.co and be sure to use that promo code FIRE.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: All right, uh, to one more quarterback. Before we get to positive news, I know this is all negative. Uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle, injured. The Seahawks kind of look dead. I think they're 2-5. and My Jets have their pick. So things are not going well for Seattle. We know Russell uh, Wilson tried to get out this past summer. Is that is that an accurate assessment? He tried to get out. He gave a list of teams that he would go to. I mean, Peter, Pete Carroll is 70. Russell Wilson may want out again. I don't think there's a ton of talent on the roster outside of a handful of uh, really talented players. Peter, is this the end of Russell Wilson in Seattle? And I will add, Brett Favre did not end his career in Green Bay, as you know. Joe Montana, not in San Fran. Peyton Manning, not in Indy. Tom Brady, of course, in Tampa. I know it's foreign to think of Russ leaving, but Maybe this is the summer.
4: Yeah. I mean, look, Russell Wilson and, uh, and Brett Favre would be a little bit different because Brett Favre, I mean, think about it. Brett Favre, I believe, uh, was in Green Bay for 16 years or 17, whatever it was. Uh, And Russell Wilson has been, uh, has been a uh, Seahawk for nine and a half years. So It's not quite as revolutionary if he would leave, but I think what might be interesting after this season, take the emotion out of it and see if, look, this is a very interesting off season. It's one of the reasons why if I am uh, Nick Casario in Houston, absolutely unequivocally, I am living with the Deshaun Watson headache until March 15th or whatever day is the first day of the league year. I'm living with that until then, because you're going to have so much better market then than you are now. Uh, because look, if let's just say, if Aaron Rodgers says, I'm going to play one more year in green Bay in 2022 and then be an unrestricted free agent, At age 39 in 2023, when when Tom Brady at age 42 was an unrestricted free agent, Uh, he ended up in one of the great places that any free agents ever ended up. So, you know, if if Aaron Rodgers chooses to be back with the Packers, then think of the veteran uh, prominent quarterback market. And you say, okay, you know, there's only going to be really one guy we know who would be there if Deshaun Watson is still there. And and then so that would lead me to think if you're John Schneider, I can easily, easily get three ones, maybe plus a little something for Russell Wilson. Hmm. I could get maybe I could get maybe I could get three ones and two up for russell wilson and and so you just ask yourself at that point um would you because i right now today i really don't think john schneider in there's a single part of his being that wants to trade russell wilson however if we get to the offseason he knows that he can rebuild his franchise and if he gets smart with the quarterback position then you know, he can rebuild his franchise pretty fast. So I would just think of that, mm. but again, what will happen? I really, really don't yeah, know because right. I do know that John Schneider and Pete Carroll categorically do not want to trade Russell. No,
3: yeah, no way. Yeah. That would be cr- insane. Uh, all right. Let's go to positive news. The Cincinnati Bengals, Peter, probably the best story in the NFL. I don't, I mean, Arizona, you know, we're not going to dive into that game because they play later tonight as we're recording on Thursday, but, Cincinnati has been incredible, and uh, despite you know all the social media nut jobs saying you've got to draft Sewell to protect Joe Burrow, like Jamar Chase has been on one of the greatest tears ever for a rookie wide receiver. Uh, looks like a slam dunk pick. They rebuilt the defense. Uh, everybody was talking Browns in the preseason. The Bengals are, are the best team in that division right now. Uh, Peter. I mean, I don't know. Are we going overboard? Like you got to walk before you can run. Can, can this team make a run in the playoffs this year?
4: Of course they can. Oh, because, and it isn't just because it, it isn't just because of Joe Burrow. It's because that their defense has been reborn. You know, maybe the best free agent on defense so far in the NFL value uh, for him uh, has been Trey Hendrickson, the pass rusher they got from, New Orleans. So they definitely have a chance, but Jason, I don't, I want you to remember one thing at the, you know, seven weeks ago, Labor day weekend, I'll tell you exactly what we all were thinking. We can, we can predict, we can make a guess about who's going to be the best team in the AFC North. Uh, Is it going to be Baltimore? Is it going to be Cleveland? Does Pittsburgh have one last run in them? We only know one thing about the AFC North. The Bengals are a distant fourth. <laughs> and right now, as we sit here, they have played, they have played two AFC North games. They played in Pittsburgh and beat the Steelers by 14 points. Yeah. They played in Baltimore and beat the Ravens by 24 points. So you say, can they do it? All I can say is if Joe Burrow stays upright and stays healthy. For 17 games, they, it isn't whether they can do it; they will do it.
3: Ooh, we're very bullish on the Bengals. So let's stick in the AFC. Uh, I'm not going to ask you about the John Gruden stuff. Uh, he's gone, um, but Vegas continues to thrive. Uh, you know, Derek Carr's been tremendous. I, I don't really know what to make of this team. Some of the numbers say that they're not very good, but this is a team that continues to power on. And, and the schedule it does get a little tougher, but they still have. Giants, Washington uh, uh, ahead. Is this a playoff team in in Vegas right now? We've seen second half fall I think they
4: got a really good shot. You know what my favorite little stat of the week is? It's going to be in my column on Monday. Okay. So you can (laughs) we'll be, you'll be stealing it for this podcast, but you'll love it. Okay. Uh, You know, Rich Basaccia next week against the New York Giants. You would figure, wouldn't you, that the Raiders even traveling east where they never have great success. But the Raiders playing in the Meadowlands uh, a week from Sunday, you would think have a pretty good chance to win that game. Mm. If the Raiders win that game, the Rich Bisaccia will be as many games over 500 after three weeks as John Gruden was games over 500 in his Raider coaching wow. career
3: now that's a nugget thank you for dropping that i, I don't think it I'll probably hey, I told, somebody, 50, somebody stole that gruden,
4: Sunday. gruden gruden 62 and 59 just remember just remember john gruden in his last 10 years as an nfl coach did not win a playoff game so <laughs> i think gruden i think gruden is a great piece of nfl mythology but some of it is myth
3: mythology uh all right what about deshaun watson mythology myth uh legitimate superstar quarterback I, this saga kind of frustrates me peter because we don't know what the league is going to do we don't know what's going on in the courts like i don't know how anybody's trading for him but we continue to hear out of credible reporters in houston that yeah miami wants him and, and he's saying no to the eagles and the panthers are saying no like are we putting the cart before the horse here I, I, Is anything going to happen? Do you think on the Watson front here in the next week?
4: You know, I wish I could tell you with confidence, but Jason, I just don't know enough about this story and and about what is going through Nick Casario's head right now to talk about it like I know what's going on because I just don't. Yeah. Um. I, what common sense says to me is that if the Stephen Ross report is correct, he's the smartest one of all. Yes, we will trade for Deshaun Watson but only uh, if all of his legal stuff goes away. <laughs> and, and honestly, when, Jason, when I look at this, I point my finger at Deshaun Watson and his lawyers slash advisors about four months ago when they had a chance to throw money at this and have a very good chance to make it go away and to issue some sort of statement that could be playing both sides of the fence and say, I'm sorry if I offended anybody in effect. And he could have paid two or three million dollars for a global settlement, but he didn't do that. He chose to fight it. And that to me could not only ruin this season yeah. for Deshaun Watson, but what is going to happen if Deshaun Watson stays on the sidelines all this season, isn't traded, and then finally, all the adjudication of his cases is is finished say next April or May. And then the NFL has got to make some, some decision yeah. on discipline. What if he suspended the first half of next year
3: or more? Uh, yeah, but I guess one, one, and I'm not, it's not, I'm not defending. We you might want still
4: to. be paying the Piper yeah. next year,
3: but it, I guess, you know, if he's principled and he says, I did nothing wrong, I did. There's no evidence. I did nothing. I, I don't want to concede and settle because I'm not in the wrong here. on some well, level. And I respect if, that's, that,
4: if he if he legitimately feels that he did nothing wrong yeah. and that nobody could ever prove that he did something wrong, then, OK, it's it's America. You can do you can fight for your cause. You can mm-hmm. fight for your case. That's fine. Uh, But at some point, at some point, reality needs.
2: uh... This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary
4: Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going
0: next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
2: What's up? I'm John Wall.
0: And I'm CJ Toledano, And we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings
4: called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA six Man of the Year, Check out Point
2: Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get
0: your podcasts.
4: I'm Katya Adler, host of The Global
3: Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why and what it all means.
0: Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher.
4: And if you've got 22 women accusing you of something, uh, all of basically the same kind of stuff and other women who haven't come forward with the threat of legal action, but who've been found by very good reporters like Jenny Varentis and and Kaylin Kaler, uh, if, 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 if all these women have come forward I'm just, I'm just asking. Yeah, where you, the, where are they all, are? they yeah. all making it up? Are they all making it up?
3: And, and I talked about this. You know, I get regular massages from the same person. I don't go out and recruit thirty different massage therapists yeah. to, from out of state. But anyway, Pete, we'll close the podcast on a high note, talking about my New York Football Jets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd laugh at that. Listen, I, I'm not going overboard, but Peter, extremely disappointing out of the bye to get their teeth kicked in by the Patriots like that. Almost a complete no-show. Just getting boat-raised 500-plus yards, 50 points. That, to me, was a little embarrassing. And I know Flores in the division with Miami started poorly in in Miami and then turned it around the next year. I think they won 10 games. I'm not ready to bail on uh, Salah and and Lafleur, but there is a lot more work to do than I thought with the New York Jets.
4: Well, look, uh, again this conversation could go 64 directions, but I'm going to take it in two very quickly. It is reprehensible Mm. that Joe Douglas did not get a veteran backup uh, for Zach Wilson, especially, especially uh, after uh, the death of the guy who was going to be, you know, Steve Young, uh, you know, always told me that, that one of the reasons uh, he felt so good about Zach Wilson with the Jets is because, uh, you know, one of his former mentors was going to be the passing game, uh, uh, whatever they call it, coordinator, right. advisor, right. I don't know, whatever it was. And so that that hurt. But the, the thing that really bugs me more than anything else is that Joe Douglas has been through this a lot. And to open the season and to play the first half of the season with Zach Wilson and Mike White, as your quarterbacks is, I mean, I'm just saying it's irresponsible. Yeah, And, cool. and that, w- that was terrible. But the only other thing I would say is I wish Robert Sala was the same coach as a head coach that he was as a defensive coordinator. Fiery, expressive, totally involved in the games. He's turned into Chuck Knoll on the sidelines. <laughs> and I don't – that's not who he is. Or I should say that's not who he's been as a defensive coordinator, I want to see some more of the life in Robert Sala.
3: Yeah. Interesting. Well, I mean, you've, heard, you've heard the saying, the things that got you here, aren't going to get you where you're going and maybe he has to tone it down as a head coach and you can't be fiery 24 seven when you're just,
4: maybe. I'm not asking him to be anybody who he is. not I just thought that's who he was. and yeah. maybe, maybe in, in settling down so much, he's being somebody else and I don't know. I have not talked to him since, since training camp. So. uh, It's interesting.
3: Remember Brandon Staley was like the polar opposite of him. Never spoke, didn't do anything. And then Staley goes to the chargers and his lights out and you know, I mean, he has a quarterback, but anyways, all right, Peter King, uh, the the great Peter King, do you want to plug anything? Do you have any TV shows, a podcast, anything? No,
4: no. I just want to plug me. (laughs) But thanks anyway. (laughs) All right. Peter. Have a good one. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Oh, what's this?
3: Zenny's 3D virtual try-on. Pretty cool, right?
2: Wait, are those prices real? Do they have glasses for men?
3: Yep, they also have affordable blue light
0: glasses.
2: Seriously? At those prices? Get
0: them all. I like where this is going.
2: Zenny.com. Prescription glasses starting at $6.95.
0: Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. And connect with this. We reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet.
3: Absolutely phenomenal stuff from the one and only Peter King. really good dude. Um, it's funny. he was on the on the way to the airport and I could hear <laughs> his car doors shutting. And I was like, "Oh, perfect time! I'll just wrap it up right now." And uh, I just want to thank Peter King again. This guy is one of the dean of NFL sports writers. Been around forever. I got to know him a little when I started the website back in the day. I think I just had gone up to him at the Super Bowl. It might have been in the one in New York, the Seattle Denver Super Bowl, which was a clunker. There was a media day, and I think they had everybody cram into some crappy uh, hotel in Midtown, and I just walked right up to him. I was like, "Hey, Peter, we've uh, emailed a lot and texted and talked on the phone and." good to finally meet you. And he was like, wow, just the nicest guy. You know, it's um, some of these dudes, it's it's pretty cool. You meet them eventually, you've read them, you've watched them, you talk to them, you know them. And then you finally meet them in person. It's like, oh, this guy, he's a really nice dude. You know, present looking mm-hmm. you in the eye. And it's a big time guy, Peter. He's got people coming up to him all the time. But anyways, good insight as well. I'm surprised he came down as hard as he did on the Niners. I thought, hmm, I gotta bet on the Niners this weekend. But Let's get to my best bets this weekend. Uh, Week 7, not that great. The teaser lost, which was a surprise because the teaser, I think I'd won three weeks in a row. Teasers have been gold all season. I'm just telling you right now, there are some hold-your-nose plays this weekend. Some that you're going to hear like, there's no way you're actually betting on those guys. Um, Let's start with a really gross one. (sighs) Carolina Panthers getting three. Oh, yeah, Sam Darnold, baby. Oh, who doesn't love Sam Darnold here? I'm uh, I'm going to back Darnold getting three. I don't think Atlanta should be favored over anybody. They were favored on the road in Miami and did not cover. I know they're good with Kyle Pitts and they're rolling, but uh, their defense is very bad. Darnold should be able to have some success here uh, indoors. Um, and I, And I really like the advantage in the trenches for Carolina. Their defensive line, they get pressure on Ryan. We've seen him wilt under pressure. I know there are some very big negatives like, oh, by the way, the Falcons have won 9 of 11 against the Panthers. It's you, you guys know how to buy stocks, right? I'm teaching my son how to buy stocks. Buy low, sell high. This is buying Carolina at the absolute bottom of the market. Lost four in a row, no McCaffrey. Nobody wants to do anything with this team. And now Atlanta's like, oh, could they make a playoff run? Matty Ice has won three of four. And it's like people are buying Atlanta. Let's pump the brakes. So I, I did bet small wager on the Carolina Panthers, plus three. I did take the Chargers' favor by four. Now, this one's going against me because it was five and a half, kind of that dead zone. I made the case a couple times this week, guys. The Patriots have three wins, all against rookie quarterbacks, two against Zach Wilson, one, a comeback against Davis Mills. Like, let that sink in. The Patriots have beaten nobody. They've lost some close games. Yeah, I get that. But those were at home. They played four home games. This is a tough one. Coming off the bye, Chargers rested. They get two defensive starters back. The linebacker, Tranquil, who's really good, and the safety, Adderley. Now, there is a number I saw um, on rookie coaches off the bye. Not ideal in this situation. Also not ideal for um, one Urban Meyer. But the number I saw was that rookie coaches... Um. Off of a uh, off of a buy in the last since uh, twenty nineteen, rookie coaches off the buy two and eight against the spread so far this season. Robert Sala got destroyed last week, and Arthur Smith, rookie head coach, he also lost against the spread. So two of them this week: Staley in L.A. and everybody's favorite Urban Meyer. I, by the way, did you see all my Instagram stories? People are dressing up as Urban Meyer, like with his outfit, sitting at the bar. Um, it's, it's silly. That's a dumb Halloween costume. Um, so I, I, I I just kind of like the chargers here at home. They're a good team. And don't forget the uh, people love the revenge angle, right? Last year, Justin Herbert loses forty five zero, forty five zero, at home, (laughs) 45, nothing at home to Bill Belichick and, um, obviously different coaching staff, different everything. And now you're looking at, Oh, wait a minute. They're the better side here, and there's a reason they're favored by this much. I, I, I like the Chargers, and I know they don't win games by a lot. They don't win games by margin, as they say, but it's a good one for the Chargers. Um, I'm taking the Colts reluctantly, very reluctantly, and listen, I faded Tennessee last week. I got beat bad. I had the Chiefs, probably the most surprising result of the season so far. Wasn't even close, and I just can't get over this fact. In the span of six days, Tennessee at home beat arguably two of the five best teams, four best teams in the league. They beat the Bills, game they should not have won, and then they crushed the Chiefs. So you're telling me after those two wins, they have to now go on the road to face a team they already beat in the Colts. And that was, by the way, that was the last game the Colts didn't cover. They've covered the last four since that loss. Colts are getting healthy. The offensive line is healthy. Uh, Smith is going to be back at right tackle secondary, I don't know if Xavier Rhodes is going to play. That's not ideal facing A.J. Brown. Looks like Julio Jones hasn't practiced yet this week. We'll see what he does today. Uh, but I just, I can't, I'm i sorry. Tennessee's defense is bad. There's a reason, according to the metrics, Football Outsiders says that Tennessee's like the 18th best team in the league. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. DVOA wrote a whole thing on the Football Outsiders website. Is Tennessee overrated? Like we forget, they lost to the Jets. Yes, they did not have Brown. Yes, they did not have Julio. They also lost in the opener with those two guys to Arizona by 25 when they were favored. So, like, let's not go overboard based off two wins. Like, the whole sample size has to be taken into account. So, I took the Colts. They're at home. This is not really their season, but if they want to get to the playoffs, they've got to have it. Frank Reich, this is a massive game for him. I mean, there, there was talk a couple weeks ago about Frank Reich getting dusted. I thought that was a bit much, but Carson Wentz, no interceptions last five games. I mean, they're rolling right now. And, you know, I hate taking teams that just beat me. I was on the Niners last week, and then you know what happens. You back them, and then they don't deliver for you, and they beat you two weeks in a row. So that'll probably happen, although Tennessee, I lost to them last week. There's no way I'm losing this one, right? Um, all right give me the Colts. Uh, a couple others that I'm looking at. Mike um, teaser, the favorite teaser, seven-and-a-half pointer. New Orleans Saints up through seven and to double digits, four and a half to 12. Cincinnati down from ten and a half to three, going through the seven and to a field goal. Uh, just let this sink in. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are double-digit favorites on the road. Did you just hear, hear yourself say that out loud? And remember, this is the third straight road game for the Bengals. So it's not as if uh, they're that much better than the Jets. That being said, they were, I think, three-point favorites at Detroit a couple weeks ago, went to Detroit and opened a can on the Lions. They, it was like 31-7. Now they face Mike White. Okay? Um, so in the teaser, I Jacksonville, uh, a little reluctant. I don't feel great about it, but I've got them up to 11. I just, Geno Smith favored, guys? Come on. Like, let's be realistic. Geno Smith favored over anyone? So I took Jacksonville up to 11, Cincy down to 3, New Orleans up to 12. And the New Orleans one's interesting. Um, No Antonio Brown. That, to me, is a bat signal that I would consider betting New Orleans in the contest. And the reason being is, last week against the Bears, you're fine within it without Antonio Brown or Gronk. You're fine. It's the Bears. New Orleans has a defense that's pretty darn good. Now, they haven't faced a quarterback as good as Brady since the opener. What they do, they shut down Aaron Rodgers. They kind of controlled Brady in both meetings in the regular season last year, beat him twice, handily. And then in the playoffs, Brady wasn't great. The Saints just turned the ball over four times. So whatever the Saints defense is doing, a lot of more we know he's had Mike Evans' number through the years. Like There's definitely a case to be made for the Saints uh, winning outright and with the points. I teased it just because of the Jameis factor. Although, at what point do I need to say, like, hey, Jameis is not throwing pick sixes anymore. Maybe he's through that phase. (laughs) And my final one in the teaser, LA Rams down from 14.5 to 7. Don't love that. I don't really consider 14 or 10 key numbers, getting it down to 7. The logic for this one. So the Rams nearly got surprised last week. They were not on high alert for two fake punts and an onside kick. Do you think McVay is going to be on high alert for hijinks from the Houston Texans? You know it. They're on the road. They were asleep last week at home. This, to me, screams big spot for McVay. I think they put they just really destroy Houston. Now, Tyrod Taylor starting, uh, I don't love that. Because remember, he was good in the first couple weeks for them until he got injured against the Browns. Um, those are a, a couple games, a teaser I'm really looking at hard. And... It's it's strange. I don't want to like get too excited here, but it's one of those weeks where I kind of like a lot on the board, but nothing like enormously large. Um, as we saw with you know Green Bay and Arizona, like you just got to be careful with these big favorites, man. Underdogs are the way to go. Like I'm not touching Buffalo, Miami. Hell no. But yeah, I'll take a nibble out of a. Uh, I'll take a nibble of the Atlanta Falcons going against them, and taking Carolina. I. I I've looked at Philly. I can't. I don't know if I can stomach it. You know I'm on the Colts. Um, the other one I like is Cleveland. I just, three and a half, that hook is a killer. I don't even know who's starting, whether it's Baker or Keenum. I like the Browns, but three and a half is, is just not a love. And I was, you know, I, I was on Dallas earlier this week. Well, it sounds like Dak Prescott not going to play. Not ideal whatsoever. And let's be honest here. I'm not going to the window with Cooper Rush. Okay, that's just not happening. I'm not doing that against Mike Zimmer on the road. Although at the same time, Mike Zimmer does have Kirk Cousins. We know his prime time struggles. Um, whatever those, whatever that's worth to you. But uh, pretty good week of games. I'll quickly touch on college. You know, college football has been brutal the last two weeks. The games have stunk. Uh, my picks have sucked. Uh, listen, there's going to be regression when you have a good start. Um, I'd just like to go through the big ones. I did take the under. Um, first half under and full game under in Michigan. Michigan State. Neither of these guys have played anybody. Like I don't think either of these teams are good. Um, it's a it's a one score game. Probably a field goal game. Probably a missed extra point somewhere. Um, I, so I, I'm on the under there. I actually really like Georgia. Like irrationally off the buy here. I think they have a put together a great performance after kind of a a, a rough ending against Kentucky. I think Georgia. Puts it on Florida. And Florida, it sounds like they may play the freshman quarterback who's really nice. problem is he's a freshman. He makes freshman mistakes, and he's going against the best defense in the country. Uh, the, the cocktail party, give me Georgia. And then the other one that was just a weird line was, Auburn? favored over Mississippi? What is that all about? Then you start looking. You're like, oh, Ole Miss is really good, but have you looked at their recent sc- I mean, the gauntlet that they had over the last month was brutal. And it's possible that they run into an Auburn defense here that is just absolutely f- angry at home and shuts them down. You know, it's tough to go to Auburn at night and win in the SEC, and this is a tough spot for Lane Kiffin. So I would look at that. And finally, it's, I'm laying the lumber. Give me Ohio State favored by nearly three touchdowns. I know it's a Cardinal. You're know, not supposed to do it. But the kid Clifford, the Penn State quarterback, not fully healthy, didn't want to run last week against Illinois. It felt like their season went up in smoke, losing to Illinois uh, in nine overtimes as a, what was it? They were like uh, 23-point favorites. And yeah, you could argue that maybe, possibly, Ohio State takes them lightly, but this is way too big of a a rivalry game. Ohio State's just rolling right now. Their offense is filthy. Uh, I think they're averaging 41 points in the last five games, or average margin of victory is 41 in the last five games. Uh, Every offensive category, they're just, dominant. Remember, they had a freshman quarterback early. So there were some struggles. And after that Oregon game, everybody's like, "Ah, Ohio State's not that good. Ohio State's really good. So those are NFL and college football picks for the weekend. Everybody be safe out there. We'll talk to you Monday.
0: Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
2: Find a forest near you and
1: start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service
2: and the Ad Council. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad
0: Council.
3: work.